in five, oh, come four, on. Terry, three. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. I had to do the it. The Home Buyer Show. I had to do it. Mike Ferrasi, Dan Green. Hi. Home Buyer Show. I was on the wrong camera. I'm on camera two. We're on camera one. It's okay. I kind of set it up to where we could just talk to each other. They don't need us to look at them. It's true. They know. They know why we're here. Okay. They know. They're no, they know that why we're here. I hope so. Because if anybody naturally sat down for conversations with multiple cameras, lights, and microphones, that would be incredibly strange. This <laughs> <laughs> is how my family has. That's right. Sit here. That's right. Everybody just practices their mic. Touch. Make sure you're talking over the mic. I always say over the microphone to cut down on the plosives. Talk over the mic. <laughs> We're going to talk about these Biden programs again, because we haven't done like a legit podcast in over a month. We haven't talked live about the, the Biden first time homebuyer, all the help that's coming from the current administration. It's proposed from the current administration. I haven't talked about that in a couple of months with you. Um, we've done some great videos that are getting plenty of traction compared to our other stuff anyway on YouTube. Um, turns out. Everybody wants to hear about free money, and and rightfully so, of course. Uh, so, the reason we haven't talked about it in a couple of months is because there really hasn't been any updates or changes. There's been some small yeah, stuff, yeah, some small and important stuff. Yeah, some small and important stuff. So, um, let's go through these. For those who aren't familiar, uh, well, first, yes, you've got your channel. Please, you've got your. It's our channel, Dan. Like your face is all over it, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we are home buyer. We're the mortgage lender made for first time buyers. And you know, this is our home buyer show podcast where we just talk about topics that can help you guys. People who are looking to buy our first home. Um, if you're here and you like this at the at the point that you determine that you're a fan, click the subscribe button down below. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna shut you up for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike has been making incredible videos and you saw through the, the channel. Um, often they're small little bits that help small moments in the journey to I house. And they are, uh, and it's something you did not know that will help you. Uh, we just take a learning experience. Yep. Learning experiences cost money. That they do. So that they do. You won't, you will have fewer learning experiences and you'll have learning moments and you'll understand how to do things, how to move forward. Um, great, great content. Our subscriber base, really you're doing a great job because people keep hitting subscribe. subscriber base is growing. The view, the view count is, is right. growing. Don't leave, us, don't leave us, leave our subscriber counts down below. And just so you know how to measure how good any of our videos are, uh, if you click on a video and you see an advertisement, <laughs> That's a great video because we don't monetize our channel. You hear your story. All this stuff is out there for free. The people who are putting advertisements on our videos are Google and YouTube because they know that it deserves to be seen and they want to make money off of it. Right. <laughs> so, so if they choose to put advertisement on a video, then it's it's a pretty good one. It's worth your time. I had a family member uh, send me a note today. Yeah, hey, what's your what's the look at your video? And it was some other mortgage company. I was like, uh. Yeah, you got to click the skip ad down in the corner. Yeah, and that's how you know it's extra good. If other mortgage companies are putting ads on top of our videos, <laughs> then you know the content is great. Subscribe. 
Make sure you hit the like, leave a comment. Uh, some of this is a little odd or anything you hear. We're active in the comments and responding to questions. You are a first time home buyer. We are a mortgage lender for first time home buyers. And we do this because uh, with nothing, no expectation in return, we just want to make sure that you're having the, the best possible experience you can have so that you make better choices. Absolutely. And if you do want to buy your first home right now, right now, right meow, now. right meow. <laughs> there's there is there is a get pre ad coming in right now. There's a get pre-approved link down in the video description. Click on that, get a pre-approval in three minutes or yeah, less. No cost. Yep, super easy, fast, simple, and free. Always good stuff. But these Biden programs, yes, people are waiting for them. Okay, they should be. They've been proposed. They're both bills. One of them is called the first time home buyers at home buyer. They actually used all one word. They named the program after us. That's how good we are. Yeah. I wasn't consulted. It's the, <laughs> they just knew it would be okay because they're the government. They're going to do what they do. Uh, it's the first time homebuyer act of 2021. That is the one for $15,000. You have $15,000. $15,000 tax credits for the first time for buying your first home. No, no, uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Not for buying a house for the first time. Not for buying your first home, but for any first-time homebuyer that buys a home. And first-time homebuyer is defined as somebody who hasn't held ownership interest in a property for the last three years. So if you yep. purchased 17 homes before, but you sold them all and you've been renting for the last three and a half years, you are a first-time homebuyer. Exactly. And you can qualify for that $15,000 tax credit. For buying your first home. The other one's the down payment towards equity act of 2021. Yes. I know all this stuff, but I write it down anyway, because I don't want to miss good. All that, all that goodness. That's for 20 to $25,000. And you can use them together. There's nothing that says you can't. Right. And the way that you receive the funds is vastly different. So there's no reason that you wouldn't be able to use them together. If you qualify for both. Well, let's start with the Biden one. Cause I have one they're both Biden ones. Ah, the, let's start with the 15,000. Okay. Starting small. <laughs> Still getting <laughs> Man, I know. But the fact, that, the fact that is the, that the fact that 15,000 is the small one is pretty awesome. Let's start there. Cause there is, um, there is. So, you know, I watch as the bills move through Congress. Yes. Reporting back and absolutely find out. Anyway, one of the more recent or, uh, one of the latest changes in the program, um, this particular bill is not a separate law that, or it tended to be a separate law that that um, is its own piece of yep. legislation that goes through. It's actually a modification of the first time home buyer bill from uh, 2008-9. Yes, that, that was that that was helpful to so many people. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're taking the language of that and they're modifying it um, because it's actually related to IRS tax code. This is actually it, while it is a uh, a bill in Congress, it is IRS related changes. And so you says the setup, mm -hmm. um, tax code lasts for a long time. Yes. And so a change that's been made or specific language that's been added is now it says that the first time home buyer act of 2021 has an expiration date of 2030. So as the bill is running through Congress, it is a nine year time horizon, which is creating some level of permanence. Yes. In the program, which is incredible, which means that if you don't buy a house this year, I mean, it's okay. You can still use it next year or the year after. It's amazing. It's, it's unbelievable. If you are, if you're a high school student right now, 
right? Seriously, if you're a high school student right now and you're looking forward to yes. being able to achieve your dream of home ownership shortly after you graduate college, yeah, this program based on that based on that nine year sunset period, it's going to be there for you. Yeah, so this is worth knowing about. It, it's um, there's some permanency. Yeah, I think is uh, uh, it removes some of the sense of urgency that hey, I have to use it now or lose it. Yes, um, what it's doing is it's it's the as the bill is written is it's creating um in the fabric of mm-hmm. home ownership right and it's something that uh you know ownership builds builds wealth uh for people it builds roots in communities it lifts up entire neighborhoods when people are permanently there the government is like they said you know this was part of the president's campaign promise was they wanted yep. to lift up underserved communities to help them. So this is one of the ways that they're doing this by creating. It's huge. Credit. And, and they did, and it's, it's kind of a dual sided approach because not only are they taking this from a, a, I mean, they've taken all the urgency out of it for the most part, because you no longer have to buy as soon as possible in order to, because to, to take credit for this, but the last one ended, it was yeah by, by the, by the end of uh, 2009, I think it was. Yeah, it was a huge rush. And then they extended for veterans, but there yep. was a huge rush to buy at the end of the year and that made whole prices spike it actually cost yes it was kind of a false spike yeah yeah because it was created by that program this isn't going to happen with this one you have plenty of time you don't have to be rushed into anything it's going to be there for you to take advantage of but at the same time to all the people thinking i just bought my house i got the shaft you're okay no you didn't because the proposed effective date for this is december 31st 2020 so they actually put the effective date in the past, I, I, which means when this passes, as long as you qualify for the, the program, first time home buyer, uh, you know, there's some income limitations. We'll go over that stuff in a little bit. But as long as you qualify for the program, if you've closed and taken title on your first house in the year of 2021, anytime in 2021, you're going to get the $15,000 check. The next time you file your taxes or when you choose to amend right. so your let's, previous let's years. I'm talking about that. Okay. So, so the, the funky effective date, if, they, if they're going to make it effective for everybody in 2021, why wouldn't the effective date just be January 1st of 2021? It's because they put an additional prevent. This was one of the most recent updates. Yeah. I love uh, that they did this. I love it. And this, again, mirrors what they did with the previous program, 2008, 2009, had this same kind of twist to it to where you could claim the purchase that you make in 2021 as if it was made on December 31st, 2020. And that can kind of sound confusing, but the reason they do that is because if you claim that that purchase was made on December 31st, 2020, that means it qualifies for last tax year, which means you can now amend last year's taxes and get your $15,000 now instead of having to wait until tax time in 2022 to be able to file and get your return and, and all of that stuff. You get your money now. It's just a way well, that's, for them to be able to give you the money now. Where you talk a bit, I, I want to make that point um, even, even like more sharp. Um, taxes are due on April 15th every year. Yep. Give a, you know, whatever. There's some variance because of pandemic. Um, and moved to you know May and then July, but October is really the last day you have extensions. You're allowed to file extensions, and so if somebody was to buy a house today, yep, here we are in the middle of July, 2021. It's possible that 
their tax returns aren't filed for another 14 months, mm -hmm. okay, 15 months, which would mean that you wouldn't be able to get access to your $15,000 also for another year plus. Yes. And that defeats the purpose of the program. It's meant to give you money today. It's a stimulus. Right. It's meant to stimulate. Right. So not give you something to look forward to. Right. So because, <laughs> because it's retroactive or so because you're able to claim it as part of last year's returns, you can buy a house today. Mm -hmm. You amend your tax returns, which is very simple to do. Yes. Online. If you use an account, great. If you use TurboTax, great. Super yep. easy. Right. How do I amend my tax returns? Just type it in and you can amend your tax returns and immediately get your distribution from the U.S. Treasury for your you know, for whatever you're available. Yep. And, and I can kind of, I can kind of consider myself an expert on this because I benefited from the program in 2009. Oh, awesome. It was $8,000 then, which was incredible. It was the reason my house wasn't full of lawn furniture, <laughs> you know, but it makes a difference. Back in 2009, it was literally a one pager. I filled out the information and then maybe like a copy of the note or something. I think I mailed it into the IRS and they sent me a check. Hello, Zeus. Thank you for his thank you for showing up. His dog time. Come here, buddy. Come here. You gotta you gotta get up on camera so everybody can see you, so they don't think we're just talking to nobody here. Um, but if it was a simple one pager and it was that easy to do back in two thousand nine, we're ten years along technologically. It's going to be at least that easy to amend your previous tax returns. Only your check's going to be fifteen grand, not eight. I mean, that's incredible. It's one of the questions that shows up in the comments a lot. Yeah. I already bought a house. I can't believe I'm getting, you know, I can't believe I'm getting left out. I already bought a house. This is so unfair. Like, no, not necessarily. No, if you bought a house this year. Yep. Good. Yep. Assume, you know, assuming. That and then the follow-up question always, but what if I bought last year? Well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> God draw the line somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an incredible program. The way it's proposed is. First time home buyers, again, defined as anybody who hasn't owned a home in the last three years. It's a $15,000 tax credit. The income limitation is 160% of the area median income. That's such a weird way to in the area, find out. How can somebody find out what their area median income is? What does it even mean? So the area median income would be for the area where you're buying the home. However, they define that. Maybe the street, your census tract, your metropolitan statistical area. Yes, <laughs> we don't have final details yet. Right. Um, so a lot of this is educated guesses on our part. I've been advising people to use Fannie Mae's area median income lookup table. They just ask hey, you. We'll put that link in the comments, by the way. You can type in, you know, type in your address and Fannie Mae will spit back to you exactly what the number is. And just to preface this, you're obviously familiar with the fact that we have a YouTube channel at the very least. If you're watching this on YouTube, open up our videos in another tab. If you're watching this on another platform, go to another tab or, or after you're done watching this, one of our more recent YouTube videos is called how to qualify for the Biden programs. Yeah. We have delivery coming. Dogs are going to bark dog. ah, every time. It sounds like our uh, ding dong a little bit. And I did get my first shift. <laughs> I did get my first YouTube comment the other day, cordially and politely asking us to stop using the doorbell in the intro because their dogs go nuts. <laughs> so our dogs go nuts too. 
and we're not going to stop using the doorbell because we think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But um, back to that video, uh, how to qualify. It's actually a step-by-step. We made it as an interactive video. Is it interactive? So we, we pose you questions and there's, there's on-screen uh, answers that you can check, uh, whether it's a yes or no. And, and within that, we walk you through exactly where to go to pull the information for your area, exactly how to do the calculation. We give you an on-screen example of the calculation. And if you follow that video through to completion, it's going to tell you what program or programs you qualify for. Programs meaning these two. Both, it, it goes through both programs. So if you qualify for both of them, it'll tell you that you qualify for both of them and how much each program Have you ever seen a YouTube video that does choices and puts you out at a choose your own adventure? Uh, I've seen entertainment based choose your own adventures before. I had the idea. I thought it was a great idea. I figured out a way to do choose your own adventure for YouTube. And much like every great idea, I quickly searched it and found out that I wasn't the only person with that idea. <laughs> like the down, the, the worst thing about the internet is like, I realized everybody else has the same ideas. It's it really is. It's like I had original ideas. No, it was my original idea. It was though that other people also had. <laughs> but I feel like ours is a little more practical because the the people that are using kind of the choose your own adventure style on YouTube are using it for escapism and entertainment. And as much as I love that, I'd much rather use it to show you how to qualify for forty thousand dollars from the government. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more fun. Absolutely. Do they still call it choose your own adventure? I do. I don't know if they do. It was they. I, I said they. I meant like people in general. They, other smart people. They, 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 I like to. I like to consider myself one of them. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Wonder. I, At least at times, I'm one of those smart people. You are. <laughs> That's my person. Dungeon masters. good titles. There was there was one kind of uh, entertainment based one that that I went down the rabbit hole and walked through it. It was, it was pretty good. Nice. It was pretty good, but there was no $40,000 at the end. Right. Let's hit it. Sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, 160, 160% of the area median income. Simple way to do the math. You get your area median income multiplied by 1.6. That's your number. Easy peasy. Right. If the area median income is $50,000, then you qualify for the program. If you make $80,000 or less. Right. Easy peasy. Um, you get the money after closing because this is a tax credit in contrast to the other program we're going to talk about in just a minute. And there is a purchase price limitation. So the purchase price limitation is 110% another one of these calculations, right? Based on the area median purchase price. So they specify this is based on the area median purchase price for the area the home you're buying is located in in the year Okay. That you buy the home. So at least it's up-to-date data. Yes. But I don't know how the hell they're going to pull this data and provide it to us. So <laughs> at the end of the year, how often is it going to be updated? Where is it going to be published? Like we, These things we don't really know yet. It's funny. The, the information is publicly available, but how long will it take the government to collate and publish it and say, this is what, this is what your numbers are? And it's very simple to do once a year, which makes sense because it is a tax related thing. But if you're going to amend last year's taxes so you could get the money now, is that 110% going off of last year's numbers or this year's numbers? Or, sure. I mean, okay. Yeah, this year. Yeah. So the, 
Um, that's great. So what did the other side of this remember that during, um, during the president's campaign, he was talking about helping, um, families and communities that were left behind under certain events that were left behind by putting in, uh, income limitation and by putting in, uh, a full value limitation. It's restricting access to the people that is specifically the, the target market. Yes. Who the government is trying to help. So uh, both of these make total sense. Uh, they do. And the 110% is not a hard stop. So that's, that's the other big change in the most recent update. The maximum purchase price is actually 125%. Was it phase out? It phases out once you get up up over 110 much so like much like at the credit but much like the covid stimulus that we saw that phases out yeah. as you go up in income yes this you can get the maximum credit up to 110 percent of the area median purchase price got it and then it will decrease as you go over 110 percent and phase out at 125 so if you earn 125 in a dollar it's zero zero okay yep yep so that's that's how that's not 125 percent of the right. area median purchase One, price to five percent time, you know, multiplied by your average purchase price for first time home buyers nationwide is two hundred thousand dollars. Right. So to get the full fifteen thousand, you can buy up to two hundred and twenty thousand. Right. And it would phase out at two hundred and fifty-one thousand. Okay. Yep. Yeah, presumably. Um, next program we have is the down payment towards equity act of twenty twenty one, up to twenty-five thousand dollars. But this is not a tax credit, and this is not given after you buy the home, this is a upfront grant that you can use for down payment and closing costs and any other related. Uh, so because uh, related the, costs, because the money's not coming from the treasury and instead it's coming as a grant. Yes. The, the mechanism for getting your money is different. Very different and segmented. So the current plan is for the funds to be dispersed to the individual states. Okay. Um, Does every state get an equal amount? We don't know yet. I, I imagine not. Is on an as-needed basis? That's a very good question. Okay. Yep. So this is a lot of bill. A lot of, yes, yeah, still a bill. A lot of things to hash out. Yes. Right? Um, I imagine the states that have more areas that would qualify or more home buyers that would qualify would get a larger percentage of the funds just so they can, just so they can service those people okay. better. Um, it doesn't... We'll find out. I know. We'll find out. To me, personally speculative doesn't make a whole lot of sense to give california and new york and tennessee the same amount of money just because there's vastly different populations there maybe i wonder if it's you know on an assinated basis but anyway so the money as it's being distributed it sounds like it goes from the federal government yeah goes to the states and then the the states states would be how do the states get it to whatever happens next ask your governor So the states will have to set up a mechanism to facilitate that. What what I've seen so far, and I, mostly I'm asking if if you've seen an update that, that I've missed. Mm-hmm. What I've seen is that within each state, there's a housing authority. Yes, they govern. You know, it's within the state's legislature, and then they they have a housing authority, and then the housing authority manages the program for the state. Mm-hmm. And there, it's some form of application process mm-hmm. that every home buyer must complete with the state and when that is approved then the state will send the money to your closing for you yes so that you can use it as part of your down payment so it shows up on the same day that you show up to get your keys 
And so a lot, a lot of coordination. That's how I think it works. However, that does make sense, but every state's different and they all have priorities in different places <laughs> and how quickly they're going to have that set up is unknown. So, and what happens very, if, what yeah. happens if, um, you know, we saw this with, um, you know, for anybody who might be a small business owner, when you went to get a PPP loan, oh boy, right? Yeah, so the the it's a terrific program that helped a lot of small businesses. Um, however, the the processing mechanism for PPP loans, um, there had only been what eighty thousand a year. I don't know. I might be in my numbers wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the volume swelled, um, and the SBA was not in position to process that much business. No, they were not capable of handling that. They in the first place. So like, that's one thing if it's your business, um, how, this is me now projecting, but like, yeah. what happens if yeah. um, you're trying to go to your closing and the state hasn't gotten the money there in time? Sorry, this is, this is a, I don't mean no. I have worries where there are no worries, uh, but I wonder if you- There are no worries, state. there are concerns. Okay. And maybe this will all be said. It is, it is cause for concern. It's, it, who knows? It's a difficult, it's a difficult way to coordinate in 50 states getting to title companies, uh, you know, title companies where you go to get your keys. So yes. You, uh, when you sign the papers on the day that you buy your home, you do it yep. with some title and escrow and yes. they'll, they'll work together to, to hold the necessary funds and disperse them to way that, where they need to yes. go. In order that seller has the right to sell the house, that you as a buyer have the right to buy the house. Yeah. That you are, you say you are, that um, they're officiating the transaction. Yep. And so, and then your escrow person has all the money. And they received a wire from the mortgage company and then they pay the seller and and adding the state, uh, possibly adding state housing agencies. Yes. Yes. The state, the state would have to wire that money to escrow much like the mortgage company would wire that money to escrow. So we're not, it's, it's, it's different. It's the benefit of the doubt that it'll be simpler than, than I'm making it out to be. Yeah. Um, then I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I hope, I mean, I hope so. Um, it's certainly different than there's one thing ending your tax returns. The one thing they have going for them is that this is a federal program. So this is a nationwide thing. Okay. You know what I mean? And it, they, the, if left completely up to the state's housing agencies to, to implement and roll out and things like that, you could be looking at vastly different procedures and timeframes and some process a hundred percent, but since it's a federal program, it'll be advertised at the federal level. All the communication is coming from the federal government. Then I have a feeling that there will be at least some sort of a standardized procedure that, that all the states can, or at least a recommended procedure that yeah. all the states can follow and, and kind of get everybody on the same page. Or slightly, um, it seems to be. Um, because it's new, right? We, we think back to the $15,000 program Yeah, that has its roots in a program that was executed successfully 12 years ago. Um, it's just updating that for today's buyer. This is new. And so we should expect it to be a little bit more difficult. Sure. Absolutely. And it's, it should be more difficult to qualify for. Is it more money? It's more money. It's upfront. Right. You know what I mean? It, completely i mean for the vast majority of first-time home buyers this is going to cover their entire down payment it's a down payment right it's everything it's everything it's facilitating a no out-of-pocket transaction for the majority of people who are going to qualify for and and use this thing so the the notion 
that you should just be able to, you know, send a text or, or something that's the equivalent of a, right. of an Apple pay or an Amazon purchase. That's going to show up at your door two days later. That's like, that's not what it should be. It should be a little more difficult to get. Someday it will hopefully be that simple. Um, maybe you think like, you know, we think of businesses can yes. find a way to move money quickly and painlessly. Um, hopefully someday we can buy that way into you know, government payments. Doge, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about nice. it's all about cryptocurrencies. Nice. <laughs> let's yeah. move. Let's move it along. Um, different median income requirement for this program. Uh, so this goes into the. Uh, it's more money. It's up front. It's at the closing table. It's a little bit more difficult to qualify for. So where the fifteen thousand dollars tax credit has that one hundred and sixty percent calculation for median income, this one is a maximum of one hundred and twenty percent. Okay. Um, further narrowing down into an underserved community. Exactly. Like, you know, not, not trying to help the wealthy. Correct. Trying to help people build roots in communities. Totally get it. Yep. Uh, you don't just need to be a first time home buyer. You also need to be a first generation home buyer, which means that your parents or guardians have not owned a home before. Um, okay. With a little exception there. Um, had the, your parents lost a home to foreclosure. Yep. Uh, or short sale. Yeah, so short sale. Then you can still qualify. If you've ever spent any time in foster care, yeah, then you can still qualify. Is it parents or is it legal guardians? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. you live with your you live with your aunt. Yes. Okay. Same thing. Correct. Also, seems like a challenge to be able to to verify all this information. Yes, uh, does seem like a challenge, but we'll see how they go about verifying that. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's simpler than uh, you know. Maybe it's simpler than, than how I'm thinking it through. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the big questions I get in the chat is, but what if my wife or what if my husband's parents own a home? Does that disqualify us? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Yes. It does. So if you're buying the home with, with a partner or with a friend, or if you're, if you're co-buying a home with someone else of any kind, you would both have to qualify for every single one of these measures in order to get the what if, what if you bought the home on your own? If you had the means to buy a house on your own and you're married? Yes. So you're a wife and you decide that you're going to buy without your partner. And so then what happens? Then there's nothing in the bill that would disqualify you from getting the grant. There's nothing that says you're joint owners of the home. Well, after closing, uh, see, after closing, anything that happens after closing has nothing to do here because this money is at the closing table. So if you did have the means, if you could qualify on your own without your spouse and your parents hadn't owned a home before, even though your spouse's parents have owned a home, if you bought it on your own and then after closing, quick claim them on title. This one is, this one is way more. Uh, there, there's so many more, uh, what ifs. You see why so many more people are excited about the $15,000 tax credit? <laughs> like boom, 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 file a form, give them my money. It's <laughs> so easy. It's so easy. This is so much more nuanced, it but really nuance is exactly the word I was going to use. But it's because they're trying to help quote, underserved communities build generational wealth. And I don't even think you need to quote. I think it's specifically what they're doing. Well, it's cool from the bill. Okay. Okay. So, okay yeah. Okay. But that's what they're trying to do is help underserved communities. He gets to who it's supposed to go to. Because homeownership is such a keystone of generational wealth, which is why 
Right. All the first generation home buyers nope. stuff is, 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 is nobody in your nobody in your family's owned a home before. It's a big move. It's like being the first to go to college. Yes. Or that there is a lower uh, um, home ownership rate among uh, uh, people who have gone through the foster care system. And again, it's about giving. It's about giving advantages to people who have been disadvantaged. Correct. Uh, okay. Yeah. And that, uh, this this all makes a lot more sense in that yep. context. And it's a challenge. And if you are disadvantaged and you do qualify for all this stuff, 120% median income, all of that, there's no purchase price restrictions on this. Would it, so what's the, what's the qualifier there? The, the median income is the only qualifier. So where the tax credit said it has a, you said if you're disadvantaged. So if you're proven to be uh, socially disadvantaged, what are some examples? Of? Okay. So in the way that this bill is published, these are not my examples because we're going to get into some, 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 uh, iffy territory with, with a lot of this stuff, but it's, it's race based. It's race driven. Okay. So if you qualify for the down payment towards equity act, you qualify for $20,000. It's a $20,000 grant. Okay. okay. So, but then there's an ex, there's an extra $5,000 kicker to kick it up to that $25,000. And that qualify for the additional. An additional $5,000 if you are, quote, socially disadvantaged, which means that if you identify as, and I might forget one or two of them, but if you identify as uh, Black, Hispanic, Asian American, Native American, Native American, or any combination thereof, and this is not if you are documented as, this is specifically if you identify as. Okay then you are considered socially disadvantaged and you get an extra $5,000, which makes it $25,000 total uh, grant. If you do not identify as any of those, but you still meet the median income limitation, the first generation home buyer, if you still meet all of that. um, 20,000. 20,000, yeah. So let's keep track of it. It's a good thing that there's a YouTube channel that lists all these things and a website with excellent articles. Always trust the bearded man. That's it. I don't have a beard. Does that, I mean, does that, that's why I'm on the channel. It's not saying don't, don't trust the not bearded man. It's just, it's always trust the beard. Man. Pick, when you see this, hey, when you, when you see this, you can still trust. Take it with a grain of salt, oh, guys. Pick and choose. Pick and choose. No beard. But always, always trust the bearded man. You do have a nice tan going. It is clearly summer. Yes. It is clearly summer. I'm, I look much different from the last time we sat down here and I was not tanned. It's okay. We got a different setup this time. I changed the lighting. You warned me about it. So I kind of, I cooled everything down a little. <laughs> very, very tan. So the viewership doesn't have to put this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got the two, we got the two things. First time home buyer act, down payment towards equity act of 2021. It's a game. It's a game changer for first time home buyers. It's humongous. So I've been this is going to create home buyers out of people who didn't think they could afford to buy a house, especially with this down payment towards equity act, getting that money up front at the closing table, however many hoops you may have to jump through to get it, hopefully none, but who did, right. the, you know, that's going to play itself out and we're going to figure it out. And uh, I'm confident that we're going to be one of the mortgage companies who's able to piece all the information together for okay. people and, and at least, at least help them stream, streamline that process. That, that's, you know, if nothing else, you know, there, 
obviously, you know, you have, you have your choice of mortgage lenders. There's, there's lots of mortgage sure. around the country. We recognize that not everybody can work with us yeah. um, or even wants to, but we're still out here providing the information because our goal is, you know, we want to help. We want to help people get into their first house. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. If you're, you know, if you come on this for through the video, it's clearly important to you too. Yeah. So, um, I think that it's, um, an interesting part, uh, that there hasn't really been, okay. So I subscribe yeah. to the government's, uh, like I, I watched the bills as go through Congress. There really hasn't been a lot of movement in the last few weeks, but one, one interesting thing, one interesting thing that happened was that the $15,000 bill yep. has picked up an additional sponsor. Great. So, you know, it, it, which is a signal that, um, it's gathering some steam. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to the $25,000 program, which has not been updated in a little bit, that doesn't mean that it's not closer. It just means mm-hmm. that the $15,000 bill, um, it's had an update on its summary. It's had an update on some of the IRX task provisions. Um, you know, as I mentioned, the, the sponsor, uh, it seems that at least for now, that that one may come first also because it's simpler. And I was going to say, let's be honest, I would expect that to come first because it's simpler, not, and not just because it's simpler, because there is no provision that hands control off to any other entity. It's, it's a it's, it's a federal bill. It's go right through the. It's managed you by the federal government. IRS ta- it's, it's and, in and in people's hands. Right. There's no extra. Yes. There's no extra steps. Yeah. Um. And and that would facilitate funds in people's pockets quicker. Yep. So it doesn't surprise me that that one may move along a little bit quicker. That that one may come first. Um. It's just less co- less complex. It's less nuanced. Yeah. Um, it's giving less money, but it's giving it to more people. Right. And all those are good things. Well, good stuff. Well, yeah. We're always tracking this. I know um, you do a really good job of uh, creating Thank you. video content and you know, posting about it. I, I try to. My mantra is bite-sized. Yeah. Keep it bite-sized. I know that 20-minute YouTube videos do well, but I try not to create those because because... Our content is less for entertainment and more for education. And 20 minutes of education is way different than 20 minutes of entertainment. So I try to keep our stuff between a minute and a half and five minutes. And, and you got it easy, easy to handle education, entertainment, bring them together. Infotainment. Bring them together. I know. I try. I try. You do. I try to keep people involved and, and every once in a while we'll. We'll mix in a nonsensical bit just because I try to entertain myself. And if that happens to entertain you as well, then great. <laughs> That's a bonus. Thanks for the talk. All right. Always good chatting. You too. It's lunchtime. Well, it's almost lunchtime. It's always lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. See you. Talk to you later.